Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome once again to the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Rocco. Hello. How are we doing? Uh, not bad, thank you. Yes, um, let's see, the more and, and feeling all right. Pretty happy we didn't lose. Well, in this podcast we did lose because we've got to talk about Brighton and we drew. So yeah, we've had a slight break from our recent routine due to football schedules and holidays and other things. So we're going to talk about Brighton and we're going to talk about Everton and then we're going to look forward to Brentford and uh, hopefully bring some points to the table that will uh, tell us exactly why we're going to win at this weekend, get things fully back on track. So first of all, uh, you you got a ticket in the season ticket lottery for Brighton. I did, yes. Miraculous. And how was Very your experience? Lucky. I had a good day, but um, yeah, it was disappointing. Um, but it was a good day down there, actually. Uh, good ground. Uh, managed to find a parking spot on the top of a hill and not have to use the parking, which was good straight away afterwards. Yeah, um, yeah I'll around the game because, yeah, just, just one of those days where it just didn't happen for us. Well, you recorded some clips whilst we're down there so uh, let's get into them now made it to the amex stadium um me and my friend eric who has come all the way from japan just to meet me and be at the game today uh we're in the media lounge enjoying a lovely lovely curry and i'm going to ask eric now what he thinks as a trained football uh, analyst what he thinks of the game today with no bias eric oh Hello everyone, my name is Eric Zhang and currently I'm running my own like YouTube channel, Football for Europe, which is related to Asian football. Nice to meet you. And what do you think will happen today? Who's, who's going to win? Uh, who's going to win? Yeah. Honestly, I guess Leeds going to win Brighton about 2-1 or 2-0 or 2-1, but I bet 2-1. Nice, that's good news. And... Um, I hear you're a big fan of Marcelo Bielsa versus the Damned United. Is that your favorite football book? Uh, yes, this is my my favorite book. Actually, this is my first book of like British, uh, which is related to like British football. Right, the first and the best. 
Yes, first and the best. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent news. Uh, good. Well, let's hope you're right with a 2 1 win. We'll catch up with you soon. Better start to the second half, getting on top of him a bit, but Melier's had to make his trademark one-on-one -on -one save. Still look a bit vulnerable, but better. Come on. Go. Foot save. Invincibles are no more. Played well enough to get a point, but we go again. Right, so yeah, like as you say, it sounded like a, a good day out, but unfortunately we just weren't at it. And I think having two games to review here allows us to think about the things that were said after Brighton and see whether we put any of those into place in the Everton fixture. So um, Jesse Marsh felt that we went off piste um, mm. on Saturday in how we responded to their game plan. And um, that's what caused the particularly below our season standard first half. Um, and then in the second half, basically they scored when we were having our best period of the game, didn't they? Yeah, that's it. Those, yeah, they were interesting comments. And, um, you know, I didn't really know what to... I, it sort of damaged my confidence a little bit because wondering, like, if the players are going off piece, like, why they're doing that, you know, is... is the authorization, uh, the authority, or uh, respect of of them, or is it just taking them out for a for a bad performance? Yeah, bit weird, bit weird. But um, less second half, they were miles better. Um, just just a bit unfortunate not to score. And then yeah, the the leads that thing when they score with their pretty much their only attack of the second half. They did yeah, they missed a one on one as well. But yeah, and, and that kind of drew a line under it really I, I think Brighton's going to be a tough place to go they're going to get a lot of points at home particularly um, they know how they play they're set up well they're drilled well you wouldn't say that they have any outstanding individuals in that that doesn't mean that they're not outstanding players it's that like, they don't literally don't stand out from the other they are a unit that are drilled in what they're meant to be doing yeah yeah I mean they didn't look you know anything special to me? I, I didn't particularly well. I thought it was a game between two teams that that weren't really at it. They chances and and a header in the first half. You know the, from a free kick that was. Um, but yeah, they they didn't look any better than Leeds. You know the the match. You know with the fact that Leeds didn't play their best and still, you know could could have got a. Saturday, um, yeah, it made me feel like we're not that far away from Brighton, who you know, it's in a, a really good season for you know top half, in the top half, but they're certainly you know favourites to be up there. So yeah, no, I, I think it's just defeat of the season. I, I think it was acceptable. You know, it wasn't it was horrific. It was just just yeah, just disappointing. And it's funny because the Tuesday night results give a little bit of context to a range of fixtures that we've mm. had already because 
Southampton came from behind at home to beat Chelsea, which either makes you say that our point at Southampton wasn't bad or our <laughs> win against Chelsea wasn't as good as we thought it was. And <laughs> Fulham beat Brighton, which yeah. tells you that maybe losing at Brighton was really bad or maybe Fulham are not as bad as we thought they were going to be. Um, but Fulham narrowly lost at Arsenal having been in front in that game. There's still, it's a very young table. It's a very young table. There's only five games in. A lot of the transfer window isn't short, which is something we could talk about um, when we've covered the Everton game. Yeah, it's still that early shake-up and, and you, getting points on the board is is really important. And we managed to do that. So do you think, I mean, I don't think Diego Lorente doing a step over with both feet to let to let God through a goal is uh, necessarily going off the plan, but I don't think it was the plan. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely off-piste. Uh, it's just annoying. It, it, it seems to happen to Lorente now. Um, sort of, I think we sort of know what he is, Lorente. Um, you know, he's got that in him now. We can say that for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think a few people thought he as well, and yeah, I, I don't know. I think he maybe has had a bit of an up and down start. What he is, but yeah, just prone to, just prone to doing things. You know, you could say that then. You know, you don't see other defenders doing that. You know, his body shape may have been a bit awkward. I just ask myself why now. You know, it's like that header against Brighton. You know, well, putting it towards goal. I mean, that it's a massive chance, and I, I don't even know how he's got his body in that position. You know, yeah, he's not conventional, is he? Well, I, I mean. Skipping massively forwards to the second half, I don't know if this is his fault or Click's fault, but the, the only time we beat the first man with a corner, and he's he's got a free header, oh, and there's, a, there's just a, a lack of communication in that moment because it's the only time in the game we've. But you only need one or two set pieces to come off perfectly. I mean, the conversion rate of set pieces is is stupidly low, really, across everyone, but. That I don't know. I don't know where to. Is it bad luck? Should there be blame attributed? I'm sure that they'll have a good chat about that in uh, before. Uh, yeah. I completely blame Lorente. I was going mad. You know, he he saw it all the way. You know, they just barge click out of the way, or at least shout. You know, I would have. They didn't communicate because I, you know, they were that close together that click would have heard him giving him a. Yeah, and, and he needed. Yeah. He needed a Diego's, but didn't come to exactly. it. So weird, isn't it? It's so weird because he can look such a classy defender, and then at times you go, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> I think he's important, like for for the way Marsh wants making the lines. You know those vertical passes. Lorente's he might be one of the best doing that at times. You know he's, he's really good at drilling a low ball into midfield or through midfield. And so yeah, he'll be. I'm sure that Marsh will want him in the team, you know, for that as much as anything. Else. And then just has to be up to scratch. On the whole, it is. And you know, like you said about ego previously, you know, we're not going to get a complete defender, you know, for for where we're at. I think we you, just maybe I just have to accept his little flaws. Do you think Everton have made signings that show that they appreciate where they're at? Because when you can put out a system where you've gone for Cody and Tarkovsky and you've signed Dwight McNeil mm -hmm. and it's they've spent almost more than anyone over 
in their net spend over the last several years. And this year, they've seemed to have churned it into a, well, like last night, we've got to grind out points. He's he set them up. He's Frank Lampard is delighted with that point. He's claiming a tactical masterclass. He switched to a back four deliberately. It wasn't to do with injuries that they had at the weekend. They deliberately switched that, which is ironic because Connor Cody had to leave Wolves because he only plays in a back three. <laughs> but what are you setting yourself up for as Everton with that? I mean, mm. I w- if I was an Everton fan, I would be screaming lack of ambition because I know that our owner has probably com- come out and said, I think we will finish between 10th to 14th. But their setup screams, I'm trying to be Burnley. Can we please finish 17th? Yeah, and, uh, is it is it is it just because of money? I don't know. Obviously, got the you know they've been on the brink of the financial fair play. They've been miles over the line apparently, but I don't know if it's if it's about that. But yeah, you know, proven not to be able to score in the Premier League, and and he's that's going to keep them up. Um, I don't know. They didn't. I mean, they didn't look. I mean, they were they were crap last night. You know, they were awful to watch. But I think there's some in there yeah I feel like they could be better than they are but I, I don't know yeah I think our game plan definitely didn't involve what happened in the first half and then it enables them to put men behind the ball and time waste so four minutes injury time in the first half doesn't often happen uh, neither does three at the end of the second half and I think a lot of people have said afterwards they could have given us till midnight it, it might not have made a difference um, but it was frustrating. They, these teams come and play this brand of football against us. I, like I, I had to watch it on the telly last night, and I wasn't as frustrated as it seems. Looking at everyone's reactions, were inside the ground. Yeah. Just, just how annoying was it? Ah, it was. It was hugely annoying, and but I must admit, like the the crowd. Because they they were giving Everton nothing, you know, and, and it became a battle between you know what they could get away with. Yeah, and then you know the Leeds fans, you know, you know, baying for blood at the time wasting as they should, and then the referee in the middle. You feel like he, it's him against the crowd. You know, I, I just feel like when when Leeds ref a ref knows it, and he and he, you know, he, he overcompensates in the other way. And I, I think he's an Everton player, you know, and he kept doing that thing where he holds his watch up and and points. You know, he stopped the clock, but you know, that's not how it works. You know, you don't. Pickford can take as long as he wants. You know, you you have to do something about it, especially when it's in the first time. It was absolutely ridiculous, to be honest. But um, I, it probably wasn't the worst we've seen. And Everton weren't feigning injury every every second. It was um, the first half. Like Gordon, the first thing he he punched a ball away into touch at one point, <laughs> and wafted it away with his hand. And BT said that that they counted the previous two times out of play Everton had taken 25 or 38 seconds to to restart it Cody went down with a routine head injury when uh, Gellhart you know punched him in the face it was adding it up it, it was it was a bit daft but it's, it's all part of the way that they come and they want to back themselves they do have the players to to nick things on on the break and uh, prove that too early but we I think in the first half, particularly, well, we did create clear cut chance. The first, the Harrison cross in for Rodrigo. He, the the reason he wasn't a little bit closer is that the defender had given him a really a really big shove back. If you watch the chance, 
he got pushed away like as the you do when you jostled in the box. So he had, I think that that push, which it isn't a foul, it isn't a penalty, but that is the excuse I'm giving Rodrigo for being two yards off a tap in, and then. Just like I know some people are saying that Pickford injures opponents, and I was desperately trying to make that my narrative, but it was just a absolute freak one, uh, really, for, for Rodrigo, and that didn't didn't help things. Um it might have helped our push in the transfer market, but that's a that's another question. Um how do you think Gelhart performed? I thought something, you know, he was always likely to make something happen. And I thought it's... I think we saw in Bamford coming on what what this system needs in terms of that manta. Have a target. He's not a target man out and out, but he is the target. And therefore, the ball sticks and his control is is excellent. Most of... It was coming back, you know, from... it, It looked... He didn't look look fit, which is why he came on for a cameo. But yeah. um, I, st- I, we have a lot of hopes pinned on him coming back and being able to play from the start this season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm between all the time to be honest. Like sometimes I think we just need to to have a striker knows um, how to play the role um, in the in the case where Bamford and and Joffe are injured. Or, I know Bamford can't be relied upon to be fit, but we've got them already and they're not going anywhere and we've got Gelhart. I mean, one of the reasons for replacing Bielsa, you know, was apparently the, the injuries and the amount of injuries we were getting because of his training methods. And, and if, you know, part of the reason is to, you know, ease that so that we don't get as many injuries, then like, surely and is that we should at least have one of those three available at all times, which isn't asking a lot. You know, you shouldn't need four strikers for one position. Um, I, I'm just a bit wary of, of, of overfilling the squad. But again, I, I said this last season and it and it messed us up. So I don't know. I just realised that I dreamt that we signed a really, really old school striker. But as in like, like someone someone from the 90s. So it wasn't realistic. But it was like <laughs> someone to have around as a, who was a coach but could wear a pair of boots if we were completely injured. <laughs> like Robler's. For up front, Robbers. Exactly, at up front, Robbers. So they <laughs> Right, I think we haven't mentioned many of the new players. So let's just do a quick run run through um, yeah. of, of how they perform. So Tyler Adams, James says, future leads captain. Go. Uh, I thought he was excellent. Thought he's been had a great start. Actually, he looks really good. Every stop. Yeah, tick. He was unfortunate because he got booked for time wasted. Uh, <laughs> he got booked, booked for blocking them, taking a quick free kick. There's a lot of irony there, but that it doesn't um, it doesn't stop his game, but it stops a bit of the intensity of it because obviously he plays on the edge of a crunch. So it it didn't stop him disrupting, but it definitely uh, meant that he couldn't be quite as the enforcer as previous so yeah uh rocker my friend yeah, yeah st- still doing very well um i'm happy with it yesterday good to see him play 90 minutes and um getting stuck in as well the dirty side um yeah he's good i think 
sort of the, the culture of the two midfielders. And when we've got the ball at the back and there's, you know, two banks of four, and, uh, you know, he's there to be a bit more adventurous to try and try and openings for us. I think, yeah, maybe a, a bit safe, a bit too much, but hopefully that'll just come with and settling into the league. Uh, Rasmus? I've purposely not spoke about Rasmus really this season because... I just I can't are see him you, coming good. Are you giving him? Are you trying to give him a chance? Or are you trying to avoid putting him on your I've, list? I've, yeah, a, a bit of both, really. Um, I, I thought against Brighton, he he did okay. I thought it was probably his best game, and probably yesterday might have been his best game again. Um, but you know, he still got turned times like horribly by Gordon. Well, it uh, doesn't look dangerous going forward. But then I thought in the second half when he had his little Barney, he actually. Looked really good for a spell, so maybe he just needs that bit of fire, um, you know, a bit of adrenaline running through him to to make him tick. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced by him. Aronson, I, I, I'm going to put this to you. I think we've seen why he would come to us and wasn't ready for a a team that were aspiring slightly higher up the table. And I think it's to do with decision making. Yeah, possibly. You, you might be. Yeah, that the the one that springs to mind was the Brighton um, chance. I think it was at one to nobody when he should have shot. Um, and yeah, there's a few times where he, whether he doesn't look up or yeah, he just chooses the wrong option. I really like him. I, I'm really impressed with with how good he is with the ball at his feet. I think he's, he's I think he's going to be brilliant for us. I wanted to say before I get accused of being anti-American that I'm saying I think he is a, a brilliant, talented player, and I think it's that element of his game that, as we see improve, will mean that he <laughs> has aspirations beyond what we are currently at in the table if we have not elevated at the same pace with him. So that's my uh, my note to add to that. Um, and then Sinistera. Yeah, I like him. He he looks he looks really impressive actually. He's key. His first touch is excellent. You know, he can swivel and beat a man in in you know I I didn't think he got on the ball enough yesterday. I, I, you know, everything was going to Harrison, who I thought struggled a bit. I, I didn't think he had his best game. Um it's because he was yeah, we sort, sort of seemed to always play with one wide and, and one more central. Instead was was always coming inside, but just not getting the ball enough. Uh, his fault, I don't think. Um, but yeah, got the goal. Um, looked really good. I came off. Um, whether it's you know fitness thing, the player that was going to do something. You know, he, he looked. I thought he looked great. I've got two responses to you for that. First of all, I think the Harrison thing. I think he had a. I think he had a decent game. I think they were just they were just putting two three players every time it got out to him, and. Mm. Harrison's only ball there where he's cornered is to strike, and yeah. this system, this system's designed for the for the overlap. I mean, Alioski would have been uh, brilliant in this system in in that regard. Um, Dallas would do it better, um, and would be playing there if if he was fit at the moment. And that's no knock on strike because he's done well at times in that position, but. Um, it's it's notable as well. Just harking back to what you said before, that they still chose to attack down the sides with, with our right back rather than the side yeah. of the left back. But I think that's possibly what stunted. So I'll give Everton some credit there. I'm happy to, and now I'm going to take it away. Do you know what he said afterwards? <laughs> he, he, Lampard. He said they've equalised with a scuffed shot. No, we didn't. He did him with his eyes. Yeah, and he's, like that is. 
that is ridiculous, but you know, fair enough. So I think big things come from him. It was that turn in the first half where he did a little flick through his legs and went. Yeah. He should have probably had a yellow for that because he, he had it his shirt again. Um, but he's shown glimpses because he's come in. People are going to expect him to do what Rafinha did. And that's not like Tyler Adams said, I'm not Calvin Phillips. And other people have probably already gone, no, actually, in this system, you're doing more than we needed for Calvin Phillips was the pinnacle of the Bielsa system, but yeah. Tyler Adams is doing that uh, an equivalent within a different system and more effectively than we felt Phillips may have been able to do at times. So, yeah, it's not fair to put that weight onto him because he's not going to be exactly Rafinha, but touches like that aren't going to harm him because that, that was the kind of thing that people saw and across his per performances so far, hopefully we've got some player there yeah, and two goals and two starts. That is it. No, it's brilliant. So, what what is your final thoughts on the Everton game? We'll do a we'll do a MVP across the two games because I okay. forgot again James. <laughs> um, final thought from Everton. Yeah, I, I think it was just we didn't lose. Um, and I'm pleased with the second half performance. Thought the kept. Yeah, we're we're really good in the second half and. Yeah, as 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 much as the style of you know sort of bunching everyone in the middle and it, and it's all a bit chaotic sometimes. And I did like it last night. And you know the way we were battling and winning the ball back and, and getting on top of them. You know it it was great. Yeah, that's what I want to see. So um, yeah, let's give a two dropped points. It's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I think we're moving in the right direction. Well. On the predictions, Lee, because we, we didn't get to discuss a prediction for for Everton, you you had a draw. So yeah, well you're not looking so rosy moving on towards uh, Brentford. You've gone for a defeat at Brentford. Uh, James has gone for a draw, and I've gone for a defeat. I thought we'd beat Everton. How that that's where I thought I was getting our first win of the season. So shows me I'm going to give Sinister the man of the match because uh, I think he uh, I think it's important to get goals coming into a team and scoring on your Premier League debut of like from the start is uh, is to be applauded. So he's got to be really important for us this season. And I think he did super well. So looking to Brentford, that was that was a prediction before the season started. Brentford have been a bit of a draw specialist. I think they've they've uh, got a point less than us. They've won one game, drawn three, so they've only had one defeat as well. Um what are your thoughts Looking into the weekend, do you still think it's going to be a tough one to get anything out of? I'm I'm feeling quite hopeful. Um, I think we can beat them. I, I reckon that we go there feeling on there last season, seeing of our great escape. Um, for, yeah, I feel like we can do them. I don't. I mean, it's it's Brentford. You know, they're, they're not, but they're dangerous. And Tony will be a handful. Um, but yeah, no. If we go there and we play well, there's there's no reason to think that that we can't win. Really disappointing to lose, really. I'd, I'd probably take a draw. Well, yeah, I, th I think a lot of Leeds fans would take a draw at this point in time. It's going to be a different challenge to the, the one that we faced uh, last night. Um, probably more intense than the one that. Uh, hey, their win was that big win against Manchester United. Other other, other mm. than that, they haven't won this season. Um, it, as I say, that it's just there's no consistency yet in the league, other than. Manchester City being very good and Arsenal beating a lot of teams that they should have beaten. Um, beyond that, it's pretty inconsistent. So we'll go there in. I think we'll go there in good spirits. I think we'll go there well prepared. Hopefully, well, let's. 
a final word, really, before we do our final word, just on the transfer window. We're recording this on Wednesday morning. So there's sort of, I don't know, 36 hours of this window left. Are we going to do anything? I feel like we might go for that Juan guy. Um, I, I don't think in talked about that. You know, Jesse's said that he wants him. Um, you know, he's he's been a top target from the start, you know, which makes me think he really wants him and he's making a point of pretty sure Wolves have just signed someone who plays in that position. If I I think we'll I think we will do it. Um what's your final word? I'll tell you mine so that you don't have you can have some thinking time. Mine is Thank satisfied. I, I'm satisfied with the start. Um and and I can see that there's plenty more to come. So I, th- I think most Leeds fans would have been satisfied with eight points at this stage, but what we do next is really important. And I'm going to go with content. Oh. But exactly the same reasons. Now, I, I do think it's been a good start. And, and apart from the points total, I think it's been good enough to to give us hope and belief that, that we can be decent this season and table. Um I, I, I don't see any reason why we can't and, and shouldn't be. So it's good. It, it's all good. Going to Brentford, um, finish on a high there, and we can we can all be happy. Well, brilliant. I'll uh, I'll take your enthusiasm into the Brentford game. Fingers crossed for three points. Have a good week. We'll be back to you after the Brentford game. Take care. Network.